this is Roberta Song with the Venus Factor, and I have Stacy on the line. Are you there, Stacy? I am. <laughs> it's so good to talk to you. Oh my God, it's so it's been amazing to watch your journey and to see how much you're inspiring everyone. So, um, so uh, I'm super, super excited about this. So, um, so for, let let me ask the first question: How did you find Venus? I found Venus when I stumbled on you on December 1st on my fitness pal. Somehow oh, my goodness. I found California Girl 2012, and I clicked on your picture, and then I went to your website, and from there, it, that tells most of the story. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I didn't know that part of the story. I just remember um, I got a message from you, like on, I think it was on Facebook or somewhere, and you were asking me about Venus. And then, and I get a lot of those kind of messages, and so, um, and then you join my group, and you've just like, oh my gosh, since January, you've just taken off. It's just like so amazing to watch. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, you just just like jumped in with both feet. I mean, you really did. It's just, um, and I don't know if you realize that the amount of weight you lost is, um, it's actually pretty rare in the twelve week program for people to lose that much and for you to be like at the end like you are right now um, it's it, I don't know if you realize how amazing it is what you've accomplished it's really it's pretty neat I don't know things just kind of fell into place and when that rib when I dislocated that rib and I couldn't do any weight training I'm thinking now what am I going to do in the past when I've injured myself I would not get out of bed I wouldn't do cardio my eating would be all out of whack so I'm thinking, how am I going to prevent that from happening this time? So I got out right. all whatever it was, 18 days, and I walked on that treadmill no matter how much I hated it. Wow. See, that is an amazing story. And it's, it's absolute proof that um, it's really the nutrition and the mindset that get you to lose the body fat more than, more than the actual work, although the work that you did helped you keep your mindset. And, of course, there's a little bit of calorie burn in there, too. I mean, obviously. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, with the treadmill, I mean, even though, I mean, or with any exercise, but we just don't count it because it's, it's too easy to sort of um, mess yourself up if you're trying to, you know, like eat back those, those exercise calories. Um, nope, I feel it's counterproductive, and in talking to some of the girls just recently, you know, we talk about, you know, do we add the calories back in? I'm thinking, no, I've never added them back in. You stick to that 1,300 to 1,440, and, you know, you don't go over the 1,680 on the maintenance days, and that's where the magic happens because once you start eating above and beyond those maintenance calories, now it is totally counterproductive. It's almost like you're trying to add them back in, so... Right, 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 and and so that that's for that's your maintenance, and that was the deficit that worked for you, and so it's different for each person. Um, but really, the key is knowing what your maintenance is. I mean, that is really the key more more than even like the deficit. Instead of because a lot of times what people do is they focus on the deficit number, like you know it might be a thousand or twelve hundred, and that and it's like trying to force it on your body when some days it's not right, right? So some days it's better to eat up to maintenance and to just or or maybe a little or maybe a little higher. And so that's the thing. That's the sort of art that people have a hard time learning. They want a formula, and your body's just not always going to fit into a formula, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
<clears throat> some days it's going to be more and some days it's going to be less, but as long as you shoot to stay within, you know, the formula that's designed for you, it works the best. Right, right, right. <clears throat> and the maintenance. I mean, just it's like that's your line of reference. Is your, knowing what your maintenance is is your line of reference, right? So you understood that. I understood that loud and clear that first day that you and I chatted via email, and I looked at that and I thought, hmm, well, I'm pretty sure I'm eating over that every day. I need to retweak everything like today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, that's a story for all of us. Oh my god, we can eat. Oh my gosh, can we eat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what was your favorite workout? My favorite workout was that before or after I hurt myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Well, sometimes you did the Venus workout. So which ones were your favorite? I've actually done, I went through the initial Venus workout for those first 12 weeks and then... I mean, you're like so inspiring to everyone in the group and on Instagram and everything with the, your daily posts on your work and everything. And, um, and even with your setbacks, I mean, the way you keep going with the, with the injury you had. So... Why don't you talk about that a little bit, about what, what happened for you and what you did with workouts and then what you had to change up and what you had to focus on. Well, somewhere around March 15th, I dislocated a rib. And in the past, when I had hurt myself, I just wouldn't get out of bed and I would rest. And my eating never seemed to fall into place. And I figured the next day, well, what if I just get up and do cardio? And unfortunately, for 18 days straight, I did just cardio but I kept my calories under the maintenance number that you had given me, and I didn't eat over that, and I just kept looking at, you know, one day at a time and thinking, you know, at this point I've got to figure out how to adapt to being hurt and not fall back into my old ways or I'm never going to get where I want to be. Right, right. That must have been um, pretty painful with your rib. It was. I went for a massage on a Thursday, and she had found it. And then by that Tuesday, I was back at the chiropractor. So I think two massages and four chiropractic visits later and no weights for a good almost 21 days. Oh, my gosh, how hard. And uh, it's so much about mindset and just the food intake, right? It is. It definitely is. I kept my calories again underneath the maintenance number that you had given me and still kept my menu almost the same from day to day, made small tweaks as I went and just focused on the short term and didn't really think about, well, what happens a month from now if I still can't lift? Right, right. And um, what I think is really neat about your story, I don't think um, everyone probably realizes it and you probably don't even realize it, but uh, the amount of weight that you lost during the 12 weeks for the contest is, um, is actually doesn't happen very often. There's usually only um, at most one or two people that might lose that amount of weight. So you, you actually did. Or I don't even think you realize how amazing it is what you did. Um, and especially when you're down at the end of your transformation like you are where you know, you're pretty much there like where you're at right now is pretty much like maintaining. Uh, I mean, you can you can whittle it down a little bit more. It's a little harder and it takes a little longer, but you're you're pretty much there. I mean, you look amazing. You're fit. There's there's so many people that would want to be right where you're at, like right now. And sometimes you don't realize that. Um, no, I. But, 
realize yeah. that because I keep looking and I'm like, wow, if I could just things just a tweeny bit more, how much further <laughs> could I go? <laughs> oh, we all do that. We're like our own worst critic. But um, I, I can tell you right now, I mean, you look absolutely amazing. It was funny. I just I think recently I just saw your video on uh, Instagram where you were doing, um, I think it was curtsy lunges or something. Oh, my God. And you had some like super cute um, leggings on, and I was like, oh, my God, you look amazing. <laughs> and every now and again, those videos tend to move people, and I know within the group we talked about our favorite exercises, and I'm thinking, hey, it's a 25-pound plate. I can't do all 20 and fit them in the video, but I can at least do 12 or 14, and then, you know, maybe that will inspire somebody to get out of bed in the morning if they said, well, I don't want to. Well, there's a reason to want to. Right. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, because I think that was the first time I saw a video from you. You've you've been really good about posting pictures every day. and um, But then that was like the first video, wasn't it? That was definitely one of the first ones. And there's so much that goes on on Instagram. If I don't go to your page, I seem like I miss <laughs> half of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just uh it's funny cuz sometimes I just ha- I have to like hold myself back. I I feel like I'm so full of stuff to put out there. And I'm like, "Oh no, hold back, you know, for something for tomorrow." Um so No, there's definitely <laughs> because there's a there's a couple of girls that get out of bed in the morning and I know that they constantly struggle and I think, "Well, what if I don't get up this morning?" And I'm thinking, "Oh, well, so and so is going to be looking for that picture. So and so is going to be looking for that accountability and what if I don't get out of this bed? It still That's falls right. on me, but it also doesn't help motivate a whole bunch of women that look up to me, that I'm honored that look up to me. Right, right. And you are. You're you're a light that shines very bright, and uh, there are a lot of people that look up to you. And sometimes that's kind of a lot of pressure sometimes. I mean, it's good. It it keeps you accountable, but it's like it feels it adds some more stress, like, oh, my God, like we really need some more stress. Now I want to eat again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking I was on the treadmill this morning. I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I have to do this. Okay, I'm going. I'm moving. <laughs> it does. You know what? It does. Um, when you're helping other people, it helps It helps you stay motivated. And it's like it's almost like you have to um, follow your own advice. It's like someone will ask you a question and you're, and you, you know, give them the right answer, and you're like, oh, my God, i got to do that now. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Good, good, good stuff. So um, so what was your history before, like before last December, before you found Venus? What was your history with, um, with diet and exercise? Uh, about a year, has it been a year and a half now or has it been two years? I think it's been two years. I had hired a prep coach who I just, you know, was struggling. I couldn't get out of the high 150s. And in the beginning, he and I did great. And then all of a sudden, as I started to look at what he was feeding me, as he tweaked my menus and my calories, I realized I was eating 1,100 calories a day. I was starving. I was almost binging. I couldn't, the water alone was easy. The gallon of water was easy because I was starving. And towards the end, I finally, I was um, going to do a figure competition in what was supposed to be 12 weeks. But by the time I had unfortunately let him go, 
I was dehydrated. My metabolism was fried. I just, I was a mess. So I didn't end up competing, and I hired another coach that I thought could fix me. And in the meantime, we had to rebuild my metabolism. So I still didn't end up competing. So um, I just, you know, I looked at fighter diet after that, thought I would try something different. But the excess amount of vegetables, I mean, I was eating 100 grams of vegetables a day. I got home and my pants didn't fit and I didn't feel right. And my calories weren't right. You know, they, that's great if, you're, if those calories actually work for you. And then I was kind of winging it on my own. And then, like I said, stumbling on you was basically the lifesaver that turned me around and steered me in the right direction. Wow. Well, it really is the um, – I pretty much have the um, the maintenance calories memorized, you know, from Venus from helping so many women over the years. <clears throat> and that's really the key. It's knowing what your maintenance is. And it's pretty much by your height. I mean, it really – within a couple hundred calories, it's going to be um, – the level that I gave you for your height. All someone has to do is tell me their height, and I can tell you, okay, this is your maintenance calories. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. And I learned that from Venus. And Venus is the most accurate program um, for giving you your maintenance calories. And, uh, and I just wish more people would focus on the maintenance calories rather than the deficit. Because like what you were saying, what happened to you, um, you know, when you focus too much on that low deficit, it, it's actually the wrong focus. It doesn't mean that you can't have some days that are that low, but you can't continuously doing that without like listening to your body. And so it's it's almost like an art. It's like you, you have to know what that level is for your maintenance. And then it's an art to listen to your body and dose everything out as, it's almost like everything that you're dosing out is stress. The exercise is stress. The deficit is stress. Everything in your life is stressed. Not enough sleep is stressed. Not enough water is stressed. So what you experienced was like a, a huge amount of stress on your body. And it was just too much stress. It was dosed out way too much in big doses continuously, and then you ended up where you were. Mm-hmm. I was eating way under maintenance every day. I was getting up, you know, the same as I was now, six, seven days a week. And at that point, I was doing cardio twice a day. I had to do cardio before I lifted, and then I lifted, and then I had to do more cardio later in the day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and you know, even though we don't count calorie burn, that is calorie burn. And so you were, not only were you eating low, but you were, you were, you were burning calories. And so um, uh, it's like you can kind of ignore the calorie burn uh, when you have a, a more body fat than than what you have, and so when you start getting the, into lower body fat and you start doing that, you like I don't even now I don't like try to eat back exercise calories, but I base it on how I feel. Like I can kind of tell before I go to bed at night. Like nah, that's this is gonna wake me up if I don't like eat one more. You know, just eat a little bit more. And of course, I always want to eat way more, so I have to really think about what I'm eating and go. Okay, I'm gonna have one small serving of protein and one small serving of carbs or whatever it is I feel like I need that's going to help me sleep through the night. <clears throat> and so it's that, um, I call it a tightrope for a reason because it's, it's like a tightrope. It is a tightrope. It's a fine line and if you move too far right or too far left, you are going to fall off. Right. And, and your balance sort of changes every day. So it's like each step, it's almost like each step is, is a different day and so 
you just can't apply the same formula every single day. You have to. It's like an art. It's like you you have to be in tune with your body, and and listen to it. And it gives you it gives you the clues if you if you just think about it. It's it's not going to hurt you to eat a little bit more. And so that's that's actually one of the reasons why I think the maintenance calories is so important because people get so fo they think they're failing if they don't eat you know 1100 calories or 12 or whatever it is they set in their mind. It's like no 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 you don't understand anything under maintenance is a huge win, and even maintenance is a win because you're not gaining weight. You're giving your body what it needs, and so um, they people lose that. They act like eating, you know, a thousand calories a day is like the normal thing, like what you're supposed to do. And it's like, oh no, that's a huge stress. You got to take it with, you know, considering everything else. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. But you learned. I love it. It was actually probably one of the easiest things I, I did learn because I knew once I tweaked under the maintenance calories and I just went in and reset my fitness pal and kind of played around with the macros and back when I had that prep coach, I had no carbs. I might have had less than 50 grams of carbs a day. Now my carbs are in the 170s. Right. Right. And that you're making it out. definitely a night and day change. Right. So do you remember what the exact amount of weight you, you lost for your, for the uh, 12 week contest? It was from the Venus factor? Yeah. Uh, from day 1. It was 16 pounds. Yeah, it was more like 18. <laughs> when I did the math, yeah. Yeah. That's actually that's actually a lot. It's um we've had a couple people over the years maybe lose 20 or and I think we had one or two maybe lose a little over that, but most people and actually the average is ten or under for oh, a lot wow. of people. Yeah, yeah. So what so what you did is really, really amazing. It's it's actually really hard for women um to to lose a lot of weight in twelve weeks. Um it's it's actually sometimes like sometimes even like the first twelve weeks the, the scale won't change, and then all of a sudden the whooshes happen. It's it's really different for everyone, but it's it's hard for women. It really is hard for women. So anyway, what you did was amazing. It it was it's just it was amazing. So I hope you Thank I hope you, you realize how incredible you are. Your determination and your um, discipline and your dedication. It's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> so. Yeah, it and I think just the timing, you were just like you were just ready. You were just ready to do it. I was definitely ready to make some different changes. I just you know, in terms of lifting and since I hurt myself in the middle of March, I just added a bunch of free weights to my basement and I don't go to the gym anymore. At least not right now. I mean I have all three of my gym memberships, but I can do the Venus Factor lifts at home and that's what people don't understand. You don't have to go to the gym. As long as you have enough of the weights in the basement, you can do it in your living room if you needed to. That's right. That's right. Um, that is actually uh, one of the beautiful things about the Venus workout, and probably at least 50% um, of the customers actually um, do it from home because it's like a lot of the women, um, it, it's, it's basically a um, weight loss program, and so there's a lot of women that have a lot of weight to lose. Um, a lot, just you know, like some people, it's it's 50 pounds or 100 pounds, or some for some people, it's even more than that. And people aren't comfortable 
going to the gym when they're that big. And so they want to, you know, they want to do it in the privacy of their own home. And so um, that's really key. And it's it's also a great workout. It's an amazing workout. It's one of the best. So, yeah. It's actually so, yeah. one of the best workouts that I've had with the whole full body every day. I mean, it keeps you moving. If you stick to the rest periods, yeah, that's all well and good. But I have a tendency to squeak past those a little bit. <laughs> right, right. It, well, Yes, moving. Yeah, it is, especially when you do it at home like that. Um, when if you, when you get back to the gym again, if you start doing them in the gym, you can push a lot heavier, and you pretty much need, and that's when you really need more of a rest break. Like you can actually, when it when the Venus workout says to do dumbbell squats, you can actually do the squats in the rack, and okay. um, you know what I mean, things like that. When when uh, instead of doing um, uh, the uh, presses on the bench with dumbbells, you can actually use the um, bar, the bench press. Um, oh, absolutely. Bar. Yeah, and so, um, and it's so funny because um, when I first started doing Venus, I didn't realize that, and I'm like, you know, how am I going to, because I was like ready with it, like I reached the max I could do with dumbbells, it's like, okay, I'm ready to push heavier, and for, what, for some reason I had this mental block that... And then once I started realizing, hey, I, I can actually sub in whatever I want. You know what I mean? I can go to the gym and sub in whatever I want. I'm working this particular muscle group for this exercise. And so you can do Venus that way too. Um, so, uh, like even, even to know. Yeah, and even for like, you know, how when you go in the gym and they have, um, you know, like the lap, the, the the back machines where you can pull down or even kind of like rolling where you can have different handles that are wide and narrow and things like that. Well, anytime you're doing a, um, the bent row or, or or even the one-armed row, if you want to switch over and do another back exercise, you can, and you're still doing the basic principle of the Venus uh, workout. So you can advance. You can, you can I keep did, doing the I didn't the even think workout. about that, so thank you for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't at first either. I just, like, did it exactly as it was, you know. But I was so excited when I first did it because I had to pull out the sheet, and you know how every day is different. I'm like, what do I get to do today? What do I get to do today? It was just, I don't know, I just thought it was pretty neat. It's like a little kid in the candy store hitting underneath yeah. their maintenance number knowing that something's different every moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so now, uh, so you did the the first 12-week workout. Do you have, like, the final phase? I'm trying to think. I do, and I actually got maybe halfway through the final phase, and then when I got sick with what I didn't know was walking pneumonia, I kind of backed off from that. Well, no, actually, mm-hmm. I backed off. When I restarted lifting weights after my rib was back into place, I was halfway through final phase, and I went back to the 12-week fat burning and muscle toning workout. So I mm-hmm. went back and I figured I would do that and finish that and take a little bit of time and then jump into the final phase and take it at a little slower pace than I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, and so you bring up like an amazing point here because look at all, I mean, you still lost the most amount of weight of anyone that entered the Venus contest this time. And look at all the things that you had go wrong. You had your rib, then you got walking pneumonia. And, I mean, you've had a lot of stress, too. You have kids, and you have a family, and you have 
a job and you have all these things going on in your life and you had all these things stacked up against you and you still <laughs> came in first place. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, it's basically when everything goes wrong, you just have to come up with a different avenue and you've got to find a way to push through it or you're going to be back to where you started how many weeks or months ago or back to where you really didn't know where to start how many years ago. And I do not want to be that person. I do not want to go back there. So I just have right. to figure out how to push through it every day and find a way to make it work. Right, right. So now talk about what kind of foods you eat because people, people probably want to kind of know what your, what your diet was like um, pretty much for the contest and just I guess just every day how, how you've incorporated this into your lifestyle. Back in January, I was reading something along the lines of I cut out all of my dairy, I cut out most of my animal protein, I cut out my caffeine. So I made some major, major tweaks when I first started digging into Venus Factor at the beginning of the year. And I eat some organic things. I have those soba noodles that I eat every day for lunch that tend to fill me up with my broccoli and my shrimp. Mm -hmm. and my breakfast every day is four egg whites, and I eat oat bran, and then I also eat uh, chia seeds every morning and then add some celery in for my vegetable. But my my menu really didn't change. I just kind of tweaked how I ate things and how I timed things and how far apart things were. And in terms of my water, I drank a gallon before, so I drink about a gallon and a quarter a day because that seems to work for me, and it seems to keep me satisfied. Right, right. Yeah, it definitely does help. If you don't have enough water, it can make you hungry. It kind of stresses your body. So, um, And what about sleep? Do you get pretty good sleep? I shoot to go to bed at 8 o'clock every night when I put my boys to bed, and some nights that works and some nights that doesn't. And then my alarm goes off at 3.35 in the morning. Wow. Wow. So my you're, biggest, um, good. My biggest standpoint was if I didn't get out of bed and do it before they wake up, now I'm taking time away from them. So if I can get up before they get up, and then by the time I'm done working out, either at home or when I went to the gym, as long as I was done by 6, that gave me an hour and a half to get myself ready and to get them ready and to put the one on the bus and drop the other one off at the babysitter. <laughs> wow. And then do you go to a job too? I do. I work full-time for an independent pharmacy that I've been at for almost 25 years. Wow. Wow. You are one dedicated, loyal person, I, I will tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. When I find what works, I mean, I, just, you know, an independent company is really hard to – go by and I started full-time for them in April of 2003 and worked for, their, for them while I went to college when I got my bachelor's and my associate's and was at the point of I was pregnant for my first son and I was going to leave in 2003 and all of a sudden an office managing position opened up. So I decided wow. I would stay. Good for you. Now, um, how did people in your life react? Have people noticed that you have lost weight and that you look so super amazing? 
A lot of people at work had watched the transformation, and, you know, they would ask, well, did the results come in? Did you know? Do you know? And said to them, I said, if I place in the top five, I'll be happy. You know, I can, I can always do the one in May, but where, where am I going to go if I do the one in May? I don't have a lot of weight left to lose. And I was talking to my boyfriend, and he goes, top five? He goes, that's it? He goes, can you shoot for, like, the top, like, three? I'm like, well, I don't know how many people entered. I'm like, you know, I'm like, it is what it is. I'm like, it'd be great to have another set of workouts. You know, I obviously didn't join the challenge for the money because you can right. always make more money. But um, right. so it was actually funny. I was talking to one of the girls uh, from the group, and she had texted me and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, congratulations. And I woke up, I'm like, congratulations. And I texted her back. I said, congratulations on what? She says, um, you better go look at the groups and I'll just stop talking. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, well, okay. So I logged into my Facebook and now mind you, it's 3.37 in the morning and I'm sitting there and I'm like rubbing the sleep from my eyes and I'm like, did I really, is it say me? Me? How did I, me? So, um, <laughs> as soon as it sank in, my boyfriend had already left for work and I called him and he answered the phone, and I said, honey, and he's like, what's up, baby? And I started crying, and he's like, honey, it's like 345. Why are you crying? And I'm like, I won, I won. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in, in the midst of while everybody else is sleeping, so, uh, yeah, I was shocked. You know, I was looking for a top five. I would have been happy with that, and uh, oh. I won. Okay, great. Now what? See, that's the thing people don't realize is it's it's not like like you don't even realize you're winning. Like you don't like and and when I say winning, I don't even mean it's first place or even even in the top 10. I'm I'm talking about winning the game, winning getting your life back. You don't even realize you're winning. You're just you're just doing these steps like every day like just like what you just described. It's just that. I mean, there's not really necessarily even anything like glamorous about it, right? Or necessarily even super exciting other than your own excitement that you accomplished every little thing that you did every day, right? It's just you but you're winning. That's that's exactly how you win. And you did it. And it's people and some people won't even finish putting in their their pictures because they didn't think that they were winning just like you didn't you know you you just you you couldn't even comprehend what you actually really did and i i could kind of see it happening like i i watched the people in the group and i could kind of see where people are headed and i'm like oh my god you know the, i bet these are going to be the the people that end up placing and i never know until i go and look at all the pictures and um you know and then you know john and i you know can start doing you know the comparisons and then how much people lost and everything but it's people don't realize it and sometimes they don't even finish because they don't even they don't even realize unless they're talking to someone that can help them like you interact in our group. Even then, you start getting a clue then, but it's it's really hard to realize it, isn't it? I I just I never I was actually at the point of the contest finishing. I was actually already forecasting to May, trying to figure out what I was going to put into place to try and figure out where I would go with that one. And then I'm like, well, I don't have to do that now. What the heck do I do? <laughs> it's like, well, now what, right? Well, now you live your life. <laughs> Maybe someday. Really, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say maybe someday you could do that figure competition if you wanted. Yeah, that's still kind of in the the middle of my mind. I haven't decided one way or the other. And like I had said to Robert this morning, I said, well, I don't have to decide today. You know, there's shows in November. There's shows X amount of months from now. I can just keep pushing the envelope each day and each week and kind of see where it brings. And I can go from there. Right, right. So uh, so just so you know, it's just like, um, okay, I was just like you. I learned everything about my diet, like through the Venus program and through trial and error and learning, just like everything you just learned. And then I think I waited a couple of years, and then I did a figure competition. And so I just did the one competition. And, it, and so you can take this with you. you. Everything that you learned applies for you for life. You know your body. You learned your body. You learned what your amount of food is. And now if you ever go to hire a coach to help you with the contest prep, which is basically what you would need, the, what you want to focus on with them, you know, it's not really about the diet because you got that part figured out. They might help you tweak a little bit with protein and things like that, but for the most part what you need them for is to push it a little harder on your workouts and the posing to get up on stage and then all the little details about what you do to get on stage, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I definitely don't need to hire a nutritionist. That was the part that I was struggling at that, but like I said, once I found you and I finally right. applied everything, it just everything fell into place. Right, right, right. So anyway, back to what we were talking about, um, the people in your life, what, uh, what, did they, what did they say as they saw you like actually seeing your body change, like not maybe not knowing anything about the contest, but just seeing you in your day-to-day life, your body has changed and you have evolved to what you are. You've transformed. And so how do people react? For the most part, my coworkers just look at me like I'm some skinny girl now and I can eat anything I want. But as you and I know, that's not how it works. Just because I'm basically where I need to be doesn't mean I can stop doing what I was doing. I turned down muffins and cookies and cupcakes and chips. I turned down a whole swarm of things last week, but you can eat it. I said, I can, but I don't want to. I don't eat it. I said, if I needed it, you know, maybe a quarter of one of those things, but I can't eat all of one of those things. I still have to focus on the numbers that I set into place four months ago. Because those numbers mm-hmm. don't change now. I can't eat 2,000 calories a day every day and think I'm going to be okay. Because <laughs> I'm not exactly. going to be okay. Right. Because, see, the thing is, you got to where you are <clears throat> by sometimes eating at maintenance. And that's, that's why it was sustainable for you compared to what you did in the past. See, they never had you eat at maintenance. They just had you eat at a low deficit continuously mm-hmm. until, you, until you fried out. And so now you know... You don't have to do that every day. You can eat at a deficit someday, and you can eat at maintenance some days, and maybe even one or two days here and there. You know, I don't know how often, but you can go over maintenance. But you know, I I personally try really hard not to do that too often because that that adds up really quick. Um, oh, that was Friday, and that wasn't good. It was, it may have been a hundred calories over maintenance, but I knew I screwed up, and I screwed up good. And I woke up on Saturday, and I'm like, you owned it, you're over it, move on with it. Because <laughs> if you sit there wait, and wait, wait, dwell wait. on it, forget it. Wait, did, did you say 100 calories? It was a good 100 calories over on Friday. I'm sure it wasn't the end of the world. You know what? That, like to, me, to me, 
100 calories is no big deal. That is nothing. You can, you can, so what you have to realize now at this point is you can fluctuate up and, up and down, you know, below and above the line, your maintenance line, okay? You don't have to be right. It, the people that are going to gain a bunch of weight, it's when they eat hundreds of calories over their maintenance. I mean, look at what you ate before you realized what your maintenance was. And then you, you started tweaking it down again. So 100 calories over maintenance is nothing. It, I consider that maintenance. So just don't ever beat yourself up for that amount. That's like no big deal. Now, it, you know, for someone that has a long ways to go, you definitely don't want to do that too often. I mean, it's okay. You know, like on your maintenance day, if you go 100 or 200 calories above maintenance, that is not a big deal. That's, that's pretty much maintenance. You're, you're close enough. You're, everything's a ballpark. Everything is an estimate. You know, you don't even really know how much sugar is in the carrot that you ate or you know, how much protein is in the egg and how, much, how many fat grams is actually in the egg that you ate. You'd have to take it to a lab to figure it out. So everything right. is still, even when you're tracking it on MyFitnessPal, it's still just a, an estimate. So you have to take that, that, you have to consider that when you're tracking your food, that it's really just an estimate. It could be under, it could be over slightly. And that's just your, you're just reaching for that. But you, you know that maintenance line that if you ate 100 to 200 calories over your maintenance like every single day and then some days had even more than that, then you're going to gain weight. And that's what most people do when they gain weight. That's essentially what they're doing when they rebound or they gain weight. They're going over that line. But if you just can re just think of it like the tightrope, it's okay to go a little over, a little under, a little over. You're just, you're just you know, meandering down this little narrower path, but you know what line is that you're walking and as long as you keep that in the in the forefront of your mind then you'll you'll be successful for the rest of your life absolutely yeah yeah so so anyway so people um so now you kind of get a little flack from people because they just they think you probably never eat anything and that you're just they, they don't get it right no, they don't get it, and they've been giving me flack for years. I mean, when I delivered both of my kids, I was at 225 pounds 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that's 187, you know, within the last four years. So really four years ago, I was really about 187 pounds. Wow. 187? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, and that's, that's definitely overweight. And there's nothing wrong with the... Uh, 130. That's actually perfectly healthy. That is not too skinny. <laughs> so people people don't get it, right? No, they don't get it. And they look. And the other day I wore a shirt, and they said, "Wow, look at your muscles." And I said, "Yeah, now I'm not skinny, am I?" And I walked away with a smirk on my face. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, you know what? Over time, people just get used to it. like when when you spend um, when you spend a few more years at this place because I I have no doubt that you will because there's there's no way I can just see I've I've seen the way you operate and I can tell that you, you're not going to be you're not going to revert back you're just not going to do it you're not going to go there you already know how to fix it. It, you know. No, I just I just <laughs> up all my old clothes and donated them to the Salvation Army about three hours ago. So uh, there's no wiggle room now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I can tell. And so my point is, um, after you, after a few more years, no, nobody's going to say anything to you anymore because they're just going to actually they're just going to grow used to this is this is just who you are. You know, it's just who you are. 
and someday they might ask you for advice. So um, because they see that you have maintained, when they start, when they see that you've maintained for years, and that you never rever reverted back to uh, 180 pounds, then they realize you know what the heck you're talking about. They know what I'm talking about, and they tend to ask me for help more often than not, but then they don't listen to me. And they're still stuck at the same spot that they were five years ago. Right. And they right. wonder why. Well, because um, it's actually hard to be disciplined with your food. It's hard. That's, and for some people, it's hard to uh, work out. You know, if they're overweight, they don't want to go to a gym. They're embarrassed about that, and so then you have to do it at home. And as, as you've seen, working out at home, it takes a special type of motivation to do that. Most definitely. Um, you know, it's really, really, no, you know, nobody's, nobody's there. It's just you. You've got to muster it up and, and find a way inside you to make yourself, you know, do it and find ways to enjoy it. Um, what do you, now, okay, so let's talk about that because I know a lot of people struggle with what to do. Um, how to stay motivated doing the workout at home. What, what kind of things did you do to, to help yourself? Do you listen to music? Do you, um, do, you have, do you buy new workout clothes every so often because it feels good? I mean, what do you do? I think I've probably bought out the first form website and I'm waiting for them to make new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love their clothes, yeah. Um, so, uh, um, in terms of staying motivated, I my best friend that I was lifting with still gets up every day and goes to the gym. So sometimes mm -hmm. we text while he's at the gym and I'm home. There's other friends of mine that are up at that hour that I talk and text. I check up on the girls in the group during that time frame, answer some Instagram messages, and... Um, my boyfriend has to be to work by 3 o'clock in the morning, so there's some days where I'll even call him while I'm doing my warm-up cardio just to see how his first couple of hours have gone and how he's doing for the day. Nice, nice. And so do you listen to music at all? I do. I listen to some songs that I downloaded and created my own playlist. Right, right. So I find, um, I find music is fun for... For exercise. I think it, it definitely gives a little bit more motivation if I had to do it completely silent. Even when my listening partner and I would go to the gym together, one of us would hook up our phones to the Wi-Fi there and use that, and we would just play it throughout the gym, and we'd still lift. We just didn't have headphones in. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think I think music is good. So, yeah. So, um, so you had most of the, your support from your boyfriend and girls in the group and people that you met on Instagram and all that kind of stuff, it sounds like. That and my listening partner and my boys are really a good source of motivation too because they see where I've come from and where I'm at. And, you know, when I told them that I had won, you know, the one was still a little groggy from waking up and all of a sudden when it hit him, he was like running through the house and, you know, the other one was really motivated. <laughs> You know, look at look at what you did, mommy. Look at everything that you overcame, and you know you got hurt, and somehow you figured it out. And you know, I looked at both of them, and I said, "It's that never give up attitude." I said, "If something falls in your way, it's you gotta find a way to move around it." And so, there's a solution to every problem. You just have to sit back and take a look at it and figure it out. Right, right. What an awesome example for your boys. <laughs> that is so great. So now, do they like to eat healthy? 
Um, I limit the amount of junk food in the house because I know that my oldest will go straight for whatever junk there is. So I tend to limit the amount of bad things that are in the house and try and replace them with more healthy stuff. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. You're just you're just really a bright light that shines, and I'm just um, I can't even begin to say how proud I am of you. And it's it's funny because I I think at the end I I think we had a conversation. I I don't think you were quite sure you were going to submit your pictures. We chatted about that a little bit, and then it was just like a quick Sunday thing for you. Yep, I, I was coming in Han, and then we talked. You thought I was going to do a photo shoot, and I had said, no, I'm, I'm just going to regular pictures, and, you know, I said, I really didn't think about a photo shoot, and, you know, like I said, I just figured top five, great, you know, photo shoot, hey, what do I need one of those for? Hindsight being right. 2020, yeah, I probably could have done a whole lot better in terms of backgrounds, and, you know, as it was, I swear we took 50 pictures and then had to figure out which ones to submit, which ones to junk, and which ones to keep, and wait, this one's upside down, so I have to spin it before I can resend it to my email. Oh, yeah, that was a whole weekend process. <laughs> I know. I and think, so I that's... think I rewrote my essay 10 times. Right. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, that just shows that um, it really is about um, it, you don't have to get professional pictures done. It re- I mean, if it, if that's like for me, that was my style. I mean, I just went all out and I deci- decided I wanted to do that because I just. But I wanted the pictures for me, not the contest. I pretty much decided that the photo shoot was for me, and I'll, I'll throw them into the contest and find if whatever happens with the contest, I'm going on with my life, and I get to keep these pictures, and it's really fun because. For me, that was almost like five, six years ago, and I still have those pictures, and they're mine, and I can do whatever I want with those pictures. You know what I mean? Oh, they're mine. They're they're not the they're not contest pictures. They're mine. <laughs> and That's so, right. it's totally like a personal thing, as far as. But the the main thing is, anybody can actually win without doing a photo a professional photo shoot if you just take the before and after pictures and make them just at least decent with good lighting and put a little bit of effort in like you did to pick the best ones. Don't just like take one and say that's it. You know, Take a few of the different poses and then figure out what you're going to do um, and, and then do the work every day. That's really, if you do the work and follow your nutrition plan and learn to kind of go with the flow with it and not force it but yet still follow the plan, um, and take before and after pictures, boom, that's it. It's it's literally that simple and that hard. <laughs> it is that simple. And I don't think that some of them realize it. And I think similar to me, a lot of them overthink things from time to time. And, you know, if you take the overthinking out of it and you just get up and you just do it and you copy and paste from one day to the next in my fitness pal, and if you have to change something, great, log in and change it. But it's not rocket science. It's just you know, get up and do the same thing every day and keep moving. Right, right, right. It's not it's not like I said earlier, it's not even anything glamorous. It's just it's just um incorporating the healthy habits into your lifestyle. That's really all it is. And doing Absolutely. it every day. And almost like paying the rent every day, you know how they talk about the daily rent or dues paid or, you know, whatever it is. It's that's kinda of what it is. It's just every day. Same old thing. Here we are again at the gym. <laughs> That's right. You get up, you do the same thing every day. It's kind of like Groundhog Day. Just 
How long are you looking for these? I know. A good, a good kind of Groundhog Day. Absolutely. <laughs> Every day is a new day to, to make good changes and good choices and to be better than you were the day before. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That's right. So, well, I think we covered everything. What do you think? I think so, too. All right. Well, um, all right. For the Venus Factor, that is Stacy, And check out her amazing pictures. And we will see you next time. Thanks, Roberta.